0: You're tuning into the Fearless Fridays with Marianne podcast. As a selling author, certified life coach, and speaker, I created this podcast to inspire, empower, and transform you from the inside out. From time to time, you may hear a solo episode, but for the most part, we will be joined by real-life guests who have overcome adversity. But as they have done the work, today they are thriving. So grab your pen and paper as we get started, and learn firsthand tips and tricks to change the trajectory of your lives so we can live a free, fearless, and fabulous life. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Dannert, known as the Fearless Living Coach. And today we are going to meet an amazing young lady who is an author who is also a life coach. So without further ado, let's bring her on.
1: Hello, how are you? I'm doing great, how about yourself?
0: I'm good, thank you. So let's get started, tell us your name and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: So my name is Shatera Martz and I currently reside in Dover, I mean Dover, Delaware, born and raised in Delaware. Um, I am a wife, a mother of five, and uh, an author, entrepreneur, all that good stuff. (laughs)
0: Awesome. So in regards to your books, I know I saw that you have two, the waiting, no, Suit Up and Stand in the Gap and The Other Side of the Wall. So tell us a little bit about those books and what inspired you to write them.
1: Uh, Absolutely. So Suit Up and Stand in the Gap, I published last year. Um, However, that book was written in 2020. I was just waiting to release it. Um, And both my books kind of uh, go hand in hand. Um, it's about uh, relationship or marriage. It's about fighting for your marriage, fighting for your relationship. Um, so Sit Up and Stand in the Gap is more of a, on a spiritual um, uh, relating to the Bible where Paul speaks about the spiritual weapons that we have, um, which is the uh, belt of truth, the breast, breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the helmet of salvation, The Shield of Faith and the Sword, and what I do is I just break it down the same way that he did, just more in today's contest where content where we as women can learn how to use that in our marriage to keep our marriage protected, keep anything that's not supposed to be in our marriage out, and to pray over our spouse. You know, just um, just putting it in more practical terms that we can use. So um, I love that book because that uh, it teaches us also how to stand in the gap. For our husbands as well. Um, so that's fighting for your marriage there. And the cool part is at the end of each chapter of suit up and stand in the gap. There was a personalized prayer that I have come up with. That I've prayed and used in my life. In my marriage that I still use today. That has really, really showed some really cool results. And then um, the other side of the wall. It's a little more personal. Um, I give you guys a little more insight into my marriage. Like the first... Maybe like the first nine, ten 10 years and um, the struggles that we went through, um, which kind of gives you a little bit of why the first book came out <laughs> and um, that marriage isn't perfect. It's really not. Um, and especially if you uh, come into union um, unevenly yoked with baggage and undealt trauma that we never dealt with that we should have. Um, that that is what we did and how we ha- are coming out of that, how you're moving from dysfunction into healthy.. I
0: love um. that. Also congratulations on the release of both of those books. Thank you. thank you. So you married you, you married. you mentioned something that was very you know key that we sometimes have unhealed, um traumas from the past from previous relationships from our childhood that we haven't dealt with and we bring those into the marriage so what would you suggest as a good way to start bringing up those topics and talking about those things
1: oh good one um so uh and in the book the other side of the wall i suggest we heal (laughs) now when i say and and i i i know you know telling someone to heal is not, it's not easy. And I say that in the book, it's not that we're just telling you to heal and move on, but there, you know, we have to heal from anything that is traumatic because when we don't, um, it, it may not show right away, but when life moves on and triggers happen, that's when those things come up. And sometimes we are like, well, I don't even know where that came from. Well, that came from years ago that we napped, that we just kind of pushed aside. Um, so, ooh, so dealing with trauma is not easy, but um, in the book, I suggest that we seek out help. You know, counseling. Um, counseling is great. Um, uh, we got counseling you have uh i hate saying this youtube videos you have books <laughs> you have you know it, the cool part is um trauma and healing is coming to the forefront you know before years ago people wouldn't talk about it now everybody's talking about it so there's so much so many resources that we can have to begin to heal so and 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 uh you don't have to do it all at once healing is a process you know it's a little bit at a time it's what you can handle because I mean, it didn't It didn't just happen overnight. You know, these things happen over time where we just kind of pushed it aside. So, I mean, really just taking the steps to heal. And I think the first step is wanting to heal. You know, um, if you don't see anything wrong, like when triggers come up, if you just think that it is what it is and you don't want to work on it, then you're not going to ever get better. You know, and that's that really It's a damper in your relationship, in your marriage, you know. So so yeah, healing is messy. (laughs) Healing is a process, but we, you know, we as individuals, we have to heal. Even trauma that we didn't cause ourselves, it could have been somebody else who, you know, put the trauma on us. It's still our responsibility to heal.
0: And you mentioned several, you know, different types of resources, which is very valuable because one thing may not work, but if, you know, don't give up, try something else until something clicks and connects.
1: Absolutely, I, I agree. Um, I, I still say therapy, therapy counseling um, is a big one because, you know, those individuals go through training, go through school to help with these problems. Um, coaching is another one. Some people who may not like uh, therapy, um, coaching, and that's what I do. I do relationship coach, you know, someone that understands, been there, can be real with you where um, counselors are more professional. Nothing wrong with that either. Um, But yes, like you said, there's 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 resources, there's um, coaching, counseling, there's videos, there's books, there's people that you can uh, be a mentee to, they can be your mentor. You know, there's so many ways that you can heal um, instead of just saying, I don't know where to go, you know. Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, you are a relationship
0: coach. And you have, you know, alluded to, you know, you wrote the books because of personal, you know, things. So, which came first? Was it the books and then the coaching, or was it the coach and then the books?
1: Definitely the books. The books came first. I, I if I'm honest, being an author was never on the agenda in my entire life. I, you know, it was one morning I woke up and the Lord's like, write a book, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling my husband, I'm like, I'm supposed to write a book. <laughs> didn't know didn't know but the books came first and then um what came next was uh, I have my bachelor's degree in behavior health and science so I'm currently in my master's working for counseling um so i was like man i love helping people i always help my friends i'm always a great year i was like man you know what i probably should do this for a living and i love it i love helping people so the books came first and then the coaching came next and the cool part is i can use the books a part of my coaching so it kind of just all connected yeah that's beautiful
0: and congratulations on working towards your master's that's awesome Thank you. So who do you work with? You work with just women, with men, with couples, single,
1: married? So I work with just women. Uh, my husband does. Um, he does uh, work with the men. He's um, he's really a great listener. Um, we have a YouTube channel together, uh, relationships at the waiting room, and so we um, are big on there. We tell the men my husband is great. Um, you cannot find a more imperfect person, and both of us, <laughs> but a more imperfect man who um, had a lot of a lot of trauma to deal with, and a lot of um, he didn't have a father growing up, so he had to learn what a man was uh from whoever taught him so to have to relearn all that so he works with the men and i do the women um uh it's just i it just it's just how it happens you know i relate i can relate to both don't get me wrong but um women i see we struggle a lot with with trauma we struggle a lot with um opening up in relationships you know, um, we just, we are a tough bookie. We are. So I love working with women because, you know, we can get past that if we, you know, if we really put our best foot forward. So I mainly work with women and I have a Facebook group um, for that, for women. It is uh, Ladies, There is Hope. Uh, There is hope for your relationship. So, awesome.
0: So the, you know, the name of your, you know, coaching is The Waiting Room. waiting room 4923 so two questions why the title the waiting room and where does the 4923 come from
1: (laughs) that's a good one so the waiting room comes from when i made that leap from coming out of um what do you call it, a corporate job. I always worked the nine-to-five. I've always worked the nine-to-five since I was, what, 14? I'm, I'm, like, in my late 30s now. So I've been working for a long time, and... Um, I I want to get into entrepreneurship for a a couple a few years back and um, it just didn't happen right away so I was just working my corporate job and you know the Lord was just you know the waiting room and I'm like oh the waiting room and you know I did like this whole little game plan didn't know really what it was but I know that when I was doing the waiting room it was the purpose is everybody's waiting on something whether we're waiting on a relationship a person, a job, finances, health—we are all our children. <laughs> we're all waiting on something. So, why not wait together? Why not share? You know how we're getting through the wait. Um, and a lot of times, in the wait, um, we don't know what to do. We just stand still. But this—that's where the name came from. The name came from us, um, just you know, working together in this waiting period. And then the 4923 is a Bible scripture. It is Isaiah 4923. And that is, I have it right here. It is yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Mm -hmm. Um, It took me a long time to understand that. But waiting is not always good. I mean, sorry, it doesn't always feel good. It doesn't always feel good to wait. It's not easy. (laughs) It is not easy. I'm a very impatient person. So I had to learn patience in the wait. Um, So, but the cool part is it's like, we wait in doctor's offices, we we wait in ER rooms when we need to be seen, we wait in line for things that we want to do, movies, concerts. Why not wait when it comes to waiting on something that's going to benefit our lives? So, you know, that's that's where that came from.
0: I love that. I've never heard, you know, and you're so right, we wait on other things. You know, we wait for, you know, a car to pick us up. We wait in line, like you said, and things like that. But waiting on the Lord it's always a challenge. And I think that probably comes because when we're waiting in line, we know what we're walking into. We know what we're getting. And when we're waiting on God, it's like, so what's really going to (laughs) happen?
1: That's good. And you know what? That's true. And and I think that's why we get a little afraid to wait because we don't know how it's going to turn out. But one thing I've learned, that was a very good statement you said. One thing I learned about that and recently is when we wait on God, it's better than what we were asking or thought. <laughs> you can't see it while we're in line, but it is better. That's so true. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, the name of the podcast, Fearless Fridays with Mary So what does fearless living mean to you? And how mm-hmm. are you living a fearless life?
1: Taking a chance, man, taking chances. I, I'm telling you, coming out of that nine to five sounded fun at first. And the first few weeks were fun until I realized that um, I didn't have an income coming in and the bills had to be paid. (laughs) Oh my God. That was, it was like everything that I thought I was going to do was not what God had in plan. And I got to the point where I was like, okay, God, you know where the money's at show me the whale (laughs) because my plan is not going i know what you told me with the waiting room and the waiting room was easy to start because it's on it's online but i started to pay bills and he did he he led me to um a business that is very successful um I do doggy boarding. I call it doggy Airbnb um, that I call it my bread and butter. I love it. I love what I do. And I never thought I'd work with animals, but I have been so successful. So I'm able to continue with the waiting room. So um, that was fearless because I, I I, had no idea where we were going to go. If I'm honest, I still don't know where it's going to go today. <laughs> so I just, I'm, I'm living month to month, but God is providing. So um, taking chances, taking chances. Um, ooh, putting that fear behind because it. I think a lot of times people are afraid to make leaps because we don't. You know, we don't know what's behind that wall or that door. Um, but again, if you wait on the Lord, you know, it all starts with a thought. You know, like I, like I said earlier, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur a few years before I started. Um, when that thought comes in. Um. Just keep thinking about it. Keep thinking about it. Find out what the problems are in the world that you can solve and then trust God. And he will tell you when the time is and when to do it. And then now you have to rely on him. Now the waiting, the waiting part comes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's fear. I mean, whew, taking a leap, leaps. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. So what's
0: you know what some are the, what are some of the goals that you have for your business for the remaining of twenty twenty three and what are you looking forward to?
1: Great question. Um so the business, um right now I am looking to expand a little bit. Um honestly the goal is I'm trying to move out of Delaware and that is possible. That's another it's another week that is very, very nervous. Um I know I know we're gonna shift there. I've been in Delaware my entire life. So um, coming out of that comfort zone is a little um, little nervous, but um, I know Florida is going to be great for the business. um, Give us a little bit more room. Um, I want to eventually get to like... um, where the animals can have like a little playground in a sense, you know, the whole, the whole backyard decked out with the pools, the, you know, equipment. So that's the plan for um, the doggy Airbnb. And i um, continuing just to expand. I, this time last year, I was not where I'm at this time, you know, this year um, business is thriving. So since business is growing, I have to grow with it. So just um, finding ways to grow and that's expanding um, different areas Um, so that's for the doggy business, um, for the waiting room, it is just continuing to, um, grow my group, um, because I really want to help these women. Um, I am a part of other groups and there are so many women who are going through relationship issues and they don't know what to do. So for the waiting room, just really expanding, adding more women, um, Finding out what exactly they're struggling with in their relationship, so that way we can come up with a, a game plan to help these women, you know, keep their sanity <laughs> and um, really try to stay on top of um, their marriage. If they don't have to, if they don't have to tap out yet, let's see what we can do before you tap out. Um, I believe in exhausting all efforts, <laughs> and then um, we go from there. So that's awesome.
0: So, what would you say? You know, going back a little bit to you know relationships, marriage in particular. What would you say are some key areas of focus in a marriage? And what's one tip that you can provide for each of those areas?
1: Um, okay. Um, important, uh, important areas. Oh, okay. Uh, communication is big. And I know we hear that. Um, and I don't think that'll ever change because we're human <laughs> and we have voices. So um, communication is key. And how we can work with communication is Getting creative. So in my second book, The Other Side of the Wall, and is, which is available on Amazon, it goes into that. It goes into how we can get creative in our marriage as women because we can't force anybody to want to talk to us. <laughs> um, so getting creative, you know, understanding your partner's love language, understanding how, how they open up. Um, everybody opens up in one way. Uh, it just, it varies. So for my husband he loves sports. He is a sports fanatic. I mean, like, I mean, I did not even know he knew players off of, I mean, golf, baseball. I mean, <laughs> he just loves sports. So when I talk sports with him, he, under, he, he, gets, he gets in it. And then when I began to talk to him, and if I can bring in like a sports analogy or like um, a game plan, kind of like a sports, whatever, like basketball, there's five players on the on the um, court. So, Hey, you know that, and I try to like wheel it into like a relationship and he understands it. He gets it because he loves sports. So just really understanding your partner's love language. Um, if your partner loves gifting, if they like gifts, but you like um, just hanging around the house, well, that's great. But maybe getting them a gift that they like, something that they like and hang around the house, just finding ways to just incorporate them. We'll get them to open up, you know, just, I, that's why I think communication's big. Um, and besides communication, finances. <laughs> finances is huge. Oh my gosh, it's huge, huge. and it's something that a lot of people won't talk about, but that is a problem but i have found out the hard way with finances and i also learned from my parents too that finances play a big part it can make and break a couple it really can it can money can tear people apart so um really getting comfortable with your finances um both people have to be on the same page you know um some, what if, if one is a um, overspender they spend on god knows what and they're always putting you in debt <laughs> you know, and I feel like sometimes we don't know this until after we get married and we're like, whoa. So, you know, trying to find, and that's a little more trickier. Honestly, that's a little more tricky, but that's why prayer works. <laughs> prayer works. But um, we, you know, those kind of things we help with. Um, And again, I put this in the book, just ways that we can um, better, you know, better understand our partner, help them. Um, because again, we are like one unit in a marriage, you know, so when one's lacking, we're both lacking. When right. one's, up we're both up so um so yeah those are uh, we've got communication there's finances and i'll I'll do one more um oh um (laughs) i'm not sure if this is a uh, okay topic but i'm going to mention it okay in the bedroom (laughs) in the bedroom and then uh, that's kind of like around finances too especially with um, women who are uh christians christ followers um, we don't talk about these things. And honestly, um, it goes along with healing too. I've I've heard a lot of coaches talk about this. I've seen a lot of clients who struggle with in the bedroom. Some feel like they're uncomfortable. Some feel like, you know, they have to, you know, these are all things that can be stemmed off of trauma as well. So that's why it's important to heal and talk to a professional because in the bedroom is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun and comfortable for both people. So um, I also have women, in that area as well you know we can you can make it fun um just understanding again your partner's love language you know and all that good stuff so those are a few topics (laughs) that are hard in a relationship
0: that's awesome i love it and you know some great tips and thank you for that so as we get ready to wrap up where can our audience you know connect with you learn more about you
1: and support you and purchase a copy of your books Awesome. So yeah, uh, so suit up and stand in the gap and the other side of the wall is on Amazon and just really quickly I got to give you the um, What is the background behind the title of the other side of the wall? Um, that was because my husband uh, whenever a problem arise in our relate in his in his entire life in even in our relationship whenever there was a problem that came that he felt like he couldn't handle he would start building a wall and i'm not talking like physically i'm talking about emotionally you know all in his head visually he would just start building a wall and what happened was when he built that wall to secure himself he would forget that me and his children are on the other side of that wall mm-hmm. and so once he would build it all the way up you know it's like he'd call down and be like all right come on up guys <laughs> and we're like we can't climb that there's no way you've put obstacles in it we're not going to get up there so um that's what happens sometimes people build walls so people can't get in um so that was the background behind that title but both books are available on amazon and um so how to contact me uh, my like you said my um my email is also the waiting room for at gmail.com. And I am also on social media, um, which is, uh, Facebook, the waiting room four nine two three, Um, and that's the same name for my Instagram. <laughs> I'm on Instagram as well. Um, so yeah, those are ways to contact me. Um, and if you guys just email me, I can definitely send over information where they can just, you know, get on a link and join,
0: but yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. So, as we get ready to close up, is there any you know anything else that you would like to share that we haven't talked
1: about? Um, not n- nope. I think we pretty much covered it. I I hope that you guys do reach out because we again we love to help women. That is what that's what I do. I specialize in it. You you women are not alone. A lot of times we feel like we're alone. And one reason why my husband and I wanted to go into this is because. And relationships, a lot of people aren't real, and for 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 reasons, I we completely understand. Not a lot of people want to put themselves out there, but there are people who are really struggling and can really use help and people who need the raw, real information. I don't want you to gussy it up. I want you to tell me what it really is. What am I dealing with? What do I need to do? And how can we get over this? So I really hope you ladies reach out and I hope you guys enjoy this. And Marianne, I truly, truly thank you. And I, I love, I love all that you do. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today. Awesome.
0: So thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode. I hope that the conversation with Shatira was impactful. Make sure that you connect with her, follow her on social media, and support her and purchase a copy of one of her books or both of them. And make sure that you check out the show notes because I will have all the links on there. As always, remember, you are fearless. You are fabulous. You are a priority and you matter. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. As your host, I am grateful for you, and I invite you to share this podcast, and don't forget to leave a review. Let's connect on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page, or on Instagram at Marianne Rivera Dannert. You can also visit my website, MarianneRiveraDanner.com, and sign up for some freebies as you start to live a fearless life. Until next time.